Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Go, lady, go. It's the Riders on the radio. Come on, party, saddle up and go. Get ready for the Cowboy Show. Yo, lady, yo, lady, go. We've been looking since the break of day. We've been doing it the Cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're going to ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're going to hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airways once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two slim, the man of many hats, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program. We're going to ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're going to hoop and holler and howl at the moon. Oh, 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 yo. Every buck the red and buck the root. There's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 1,975th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. What a magnificent, sold-out crowd here tonight at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center. Thank you so much, and thank you, Texas Bix Bender the Voice, that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. This is Ranger Doug, welcoming all you sunburned sons and daughters of the Golden West to Riders Radio Theater once again. And before we hit the trail for this show, let me take just a second to introduce Riders in the Sky to you once more as you gaze into your Western Auto True Tone radio tonight. Over here, to my left, that's your right, is the young gentleman who plays the string bass in our ranch, sings the melody in our trio. He's making the world safe for Bazooka Joe. He's too slim. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Ranger Doug. Hey. Hey, Ranger Doug, did you hear who's in the hospital? No. Sick people. <laughs> Bazooka Joe. Thank you, Slim. To my right, your left. The king of the cowboy fiddlers, the biggest royal bubble on the radio, Woody Paul. Woody, 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 Thank you, friends. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Hey, Slim. Yeah. You know why they built fences around graveyards? Why? Because people are dying to get in. <laughs> you and me, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the idol of American youth. Ranger Doug. Thank you, and let us not forget a man who directs our orchestra, a man who don't chew and don't go with girls, what do? Joey the Cow Polka King! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, so let's open up with Bob Nolan's classic of the prairie country, Chant of the Plains. Listen to the prairie weave a song from away. Listen to him blend it with the nightingale. Winging up above where the dark clouds sail and fly. I need you. Listen to the rhythm of his padded feet. Stealing through the desert, hear his wild heartbeat. Searching for his love, and my heart repeats his cry. I need you. Far in the distance, hear that note. Born of a call in a savage throat. Way 
fly. Listen to the moaning of the wind on its way. Everything it touches, see it bend and sway. Soon to pledge his love and send him on his way. That's why I need you. All through the prairie I wander. Night falls and I think of you. Everything here in God's garden Here's my longing to Listen to the prairie weave a song from away Listen to it blended with the nightingale Winging up above where the dark clouds sail and fly I need you Listen to the rhythm of its padded feet Stealing through the desert hear his wild heart beat Searching for his love and my heart repeats his cry I need you Far in the distance hear that note Born of a call in a savage throat Waits a maid's reply Listen to the moaning of the wind on its way Everything it touches see it bend and sway Soon to pledge his love and send him on his way That's why Hello, friends. This is Dr. B. Baxter Basil, B-A-B-S-A, and member National Geographic Society, and this is Mrs. Dr. B. Baxter Basil. Hello again, friends. This morning as I watched my sun catcher splashing a rainbow of colors across my kitchen, I thought of all of you. How precious. Thank you, Mama. How wonderful. Sit down, Mama. Friends, if you're like me and Mama... You've got a child or two in school, and you have come to despise so-called classic literature. Yes, pity that poor parent who has to fork over five or ten hard-earned dollars for a paperback of one of those tiring tomes. Not to mention the poor child who has to wade through a thick volume of thought-provoking, mind-cluttering, prattling prose that probably has a pleasureless ending. I love happy endings. They just... Thank you, Mama. Sit down, Mama. Yes, for years we considered classic literature an abomination and an unnecessary school expense. But that was before Campfire Life Records retained me and Mama to promote their great new economy-minded eight-track series, Side Notes. 99 literary classics encapsulated and interpreted by the incomparable Side Meat. Here's Herman Melville's whale of a tale about a one-legged sea captain and the one that got away. Well, once upon a time, there was this feller, and he wanted to go fishing. Oh, and his first name was Curious, it was Ishmael. But he was friendly enough, and the first thing he'd always say was, Call me Ishmael. But then he said, Don't call me if you're going fishing. But he went, and they didn't catch nothing, and that's about the size of it. Cuts right to the bone, doesn't it? No wasted allegorical hogwash here. Just surefire sidekick gibberish. Anyone can understand. Now, friends, I know you and your children know about a series of publications called Cliff Notes. But why, I ask you, would anyone want to waste time skimping through 30 or 40 pages when Side Notes gives you the same information in seconds? Just listen to Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises. Oh, once upon a time, there's three young American fellers, and they're traipsing all over gay Paris, going to the bullfights in Spain. Not one of them holding down a job. Oh, well, you figure out the rest. They get all steamed up over some little prissy missy and wind up trying to kill each other. Women, pure poison, the end. Yes, friends, this is the future of literature. <laughs> 
Think about it. With 119 cable channels to keep up with and a Nintendo game that takes constant updating, who has time to read anymore? Now, hold on to your hats, because here is the inimitable side meat with a lightning quick version of James Joyce's Ulysses. Ma! What more is there to say? <laughs> this incredible collection of 99 side notes is yours for only $9.99. That's right, for less than the cost of a single copy of Huckleberry Finn, you and your family can enjoy over eight dozen of these marvelous archaic stories. But wait, that's not all. If you act before midnight of the 21st century, we'll also send you absolutely free the complete side note of war and peace. Well, once upon a time, there's a country called Russia. See, and this feller Bony Park wants to take it over. Why? I don't know, but he did, so there was a war, and he lost. Meanwhile, there's a lot of boar eating and petticoat rustling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so the tide comes in, the moon comes up, and that's the peace part. <laughs> the end. Moving, isn't it? I hope now you're moved to order side notes, and here's how. To get your eight-track collection of 99 side notes plus war and peace, have your Visa Albanian Express or MasterCard ready and call 1-900-NO-CLIFF. And it's not a toll-free call. And now it's time for the popular Riders Radio Theater feature. Mail call at the old Triple X. Yeah, thank you. Slim, why don't you reach down there in the mailbag and pull us out a letter for today? Okay, Ranger Doug here. Saddle pals at the end of each show. The great Texas Big Spender gives you the address where you can write to us, and if we read your letter over the air, why, we'll send you an official Riders Radio Theater t-shirt. Well, got a letter there, Slim? I sure do, uh, Ranger Doug. Let's see. Today's letter comes from little Karen Buka in St. Paul, Minnesota, and oh, she yeah. writes, uh, Dear Riders in the Sky, I am a faithful listener to Riders Radio Theater, and I think you are all fine musicians. However, from time to time, if I didn't know better, I'd swear I was hearing, well, gaffes. <laughs> the, the most recent one was a few weeks ago when Woody Paul played guitar mm -hmm. and sang Soon as the Roundup's Through. Between the chorus and the third verse, Woody Paul executed an unusual musical phrase that seemingly defied accepted musical structure. I'm, I'm certain it wasn't what it appeared, but please tell me what it was. Sincerely, Karen Buka. Gosh, this is a chance to set the record straight. It sure is. Well, Karen, uh, Woody, tell me, what do you have to say about it? Uh, well, uh, Ranger Doug, it, it was an unusual little riff, all right, but uh, it, was a, it was a jazz phrase, Ranger Doug. Uh, I guess this young lady's musical training was just a little too structured to recognize it. Mm -hmm. A jazz phrase. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, gosh, maybe, maybe you can repeat it uh, here. Woody, do it again for the folks. You mean the exact thing? Yeah, I, yeah, the exact phrase there well, would be. It's, it's really one, one of those magic moments, boys, of pure inspiration. I, I don't believe I'll ever be able to repeat that. Uh, well, that's some consolation. <laughs> There you have it, little Karen Nabuka, you betcha. For your T-shirt is in the mail, and, well, it's time for, for Woody and Joey to gang up on a beautiful old waltz called The Last Waltz. One more time, Ranger. No Karen? Jazz. Are you listening, Karen? <laughs>
Riders Radio Theater is a presentation of Mammoth Radio Pictures in association with WPLN Productions. This program is being taped live at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode six of the exciting Western melodrama, Curse of the Lost Gold Scroll. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, after a bitter mud-slinging, firebombing, electrifying campaign, the voters of Tumbleweed City went to the polls and elected a new mayor. The question is, who won, Slocum or Side Meat? Time to find out. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. The lights are out all over Tumbleweed City, with the exception of the 125-year-old courthouse. There, the lights burn brightly as the anxious candidates and their loyal supporters wait in the lobby while High Sheriff Drywall counts ballots behind the closed and locked doors of his office. <laughs> Charlie, you did take care of that little ballot business for me, didn't you? Right, Slocum. <laughs> Good. Uh, say, uh, meet. <laughs> we don't know who's gonna win, right? Could be you, could be me. <laughs> what do you say we strike a little deal right here and now that whoever loses will pledge not to get in the way of the new mayor's programs for the valley? What do you say? Do we have a deal? <laughs> yeah. What do you say, meat? Oh, that's mayor meat to you, doofus. Oh. And I don't make deals with sidewinders. Oh. Sidewinders? Well, sticks and stones will break my... Oh. <clears throat> oh, there's a final return. I've never seen the like of it in my whole life. <laughs> Big turnout, eh? <laughs> Big? Well, it's one of the biggest in the history of this town, I'll tell oh, you that. Quit jabbering and give us the tallies. How bad did I beat this scallywag? Uh, oh, George, settle down there. Settle down there, Mr. Oh. Hold on there. Here we go. Let's see now. Uh, Elvis, two votes. God, oh. hmm. <laughs> I wonder who the other person who voted for him was. <laughs> who cares? Get on with it. Get on with it. All right, all right. Side meet. Three votes. Oh, three votes. Uh, That's right. Say, wait a minute. I had to get more than three votes. I had to get at least four. Let's see. Uh, there's me. And me. And me. Well, okay. Uh, that's three. Uh, say, uh, Woody. Woody! Woody! Oh! Gosh, fellas, I think Elvis would have made a great mayor. <laughs> Can we get on with the tally, please? All right, all right, all right. Hold on. Chad Atkins, 397 votes. Wow. That's dang near the whole town. Well, Chet would make a good mayor, of course, even though he didn't run for it. Of course, those might have been your votes, I mean, if you hadn't have put Chet's photo on your campaign poster. Well, I had to put somebody's on there, didn't I? I suppose so, but radical though the thought may seem, why didn't you put yours on them? Well, well, I, I was going to, but... Your face probably broke the camera, huh? Well, I just cracked the lens a little, and... Uh, say, how you know? Easy there, well, side well, me. Whoa. Sheriff Drywall? I guess that leaves us with just Slocum's tally yet to be read. Yeah, but seeing as how Chet Atkins got 397 votes and the town population's only 403, I guess Chet's the new mayor. Nope, nope, nope. With 29,214 votes, Slocum is our new mayor. What? <laughs> well, I guess the people have spoken. <laughs> right, Charlie? <laughs> right. Congratulations, Mr. Slocum. Thanks. Well, as my first uh, official act, I appoint uh, Charlie to be vice mayor. <laughs> vice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, hey, something's fishy here. Oh, yeah, I demand a recount. Oh, recount? Uh-uh, buddy, I ain't counting all them ballots again. I never seen the like of them. I was so busy counting them, I didn't even have time to eat supper. Last election didn't take me but 20 minutes to table up. This man. I yeah, I guess the valley's really growing, eh, Charlie? <laughs> uh, exploding. <laughs> it's not growing that much. 
Sheriff Drywall, those numbers just don't add up. Woody's right, Sheriff. The last census put our population right at 403. Yeah. With that in mind, I think a recount would be in order. Yeah. Well, um, um, uh, You're absolutely right, Sheriff. You gotta do it. We all want this election to be on the up and up. <laughs> right, Charlie? <laughs> oh, I don't think so, boss. Shut we up, wouldn't Charlie. Stand Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, shut up. Right. Just shut up. Right. <laughs> well... I want it to be on up and up, too, but I'll tell you what, I'm tired and hungry. I'm Ain't nobody wants you to kill yourself, Sheriff. No, go on home, get some food and some rest. Tomorrow will be soon enough, right, boys? <laughs> well, I, I suppose it will. It'll have to be. Yeah, all right, then. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll do it tomorrow. After all, one of you might wind up being my boss, so I want to do the right thing. Sure you do, Sheriff. Meantime, till this is all settled, I'll just be acting mayor. <laughs> So now, come on, everybody. Go home. It's been a long day. <laughs> well, I suppose Slocum's right, boys. Yeah. Let's get a good night's rest and be back down here first thing in the morning. Yeah, then we'll want to examine each and every one of those 29,214 ballots, boys. Fine. Me too. You bet. Sounds good. I'll meet you here. <laughs> but since I am the acting mayor, I'll go ahead and take the key to the courthouse in my office, Sheriff. <laughs> I want to hang around tonight and work on the new city budget. <laughs> Huh, sir? Well, all right. Here you go, Mr. Acton Mayor. Oh, say, hold on there. If he has a key, what's to stop his vote tally from going up even higher than 29214? Sir? Oh, oh. Oh, it's all right. That that key I gave him only opens the front door and the one to the mayor's office. The ballots are locked up tight in my office, and I've got the only key. As it should be. (laughs) Well, I guess it's okay, Sidemeat. If anything happens, we'll know about it in the morning. And... We'll know who did it. Right. <laughs> so, good night, everybody. Sleep tight. <laughs> See you in the morning, Slocum. First thing. So long, cowboys. Good night, Sheriff. Good <laughs> and so, while everyone else trundles off to bed, Slocum and Charlie trundle down the courthouse hallway to Sheriff Drywall's office. Okay, Charlie. <laughs> Jimmy the door and get us in there. <laughs> Jimmy, the door's in Sing Sing. He got sent up on the morning. No, 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 Charlie. Uh, not Jimmy as a noun. Jimmy as a verb. A verb? Yeah, you know, an action word. Describes an action. Like a transitive verb or an intransitive boss? <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. Open the door. All right. Well, it's locked, boss. What do I do? I don't think of something, you idiot. Use your head for Pete's sake. <laughs> One, two... Oh, forget it. Oh! Oh, Wow, Charlie, that's using the old bean. (laughs) Okay, there's all the ballots on the table over there. Take them out, toss them in the dumpster, burn them. (laughs) Burn them, boss? Yeah, we gotta burn all of them. That way there won't be any nasty recount, and that'll mean the election stands. Get it? (laughs) Stands on what, boss? Yeah, shut up. Listen, while you're doing that, I'll be across the hall here in my office. I gotta make a phone call to try and raise us a little... Operating capital. (laughs) And uh, say, Charlie, be careful. Don't torture yourself like last time. (laughs) One comet a week is enough. Ah, don't worry, boss. (laughs) But only moments later, while Slocum was talking with the fugitive finest financier, a comet blazed by his office window. Hello? Vesco? Yeah, this is Slocum. We got (laughs) Look, Bob... A comet just went by my window, and listen, I gotta get back to you. No, it, listen, it happens all the time around here. <laughs> right, I'll call you back tomorrow. Bye. That idiot. I gotta. What the? Gee, the room's filling up with smoke. Gosh, I gotta get out of here. 
Oh no! I open the door and there's a wall of flame! This place is an inferno! I know, I'll jimmy the window and get out that way! But unfortunately for Slocum, Jimmy the window is in Sing Sing doing 10 to 20. Meanwhile, calls begin to pour into Sheriff Drywall's home phone. Hello? Sheriff Drywall here. No, I hadn't seen any comments this week. Oh. Whoa! I'll take that back. One just shot by. Looks like it's headed down Main Street. No, I don't think it's anything to worry about. It's been my experience with these things that, well, it'll flame around a while and then crash in the water trough over in front of the dry gold saloon. That's right, everything's under control. You can go back to bed, Mr. Sagan. Guess I better step outside and make sure that comet behaves. <laughs> Boy, there it goes. And, uh, shoot. Just like I figured. <laughs> Say, what's that glow in the sky over there? Holy moly, the courthouse is on fire. I gotta sound the alarm. Oh, fire! quickly answered as the citizens of Tumbleweed City spring to action and form a bucket brigade to try and save their 125-year-old landmark. Meanwhile, in the hot, fiery core of the inferno, a singed and frightened rat seeks egress from the blazing building. I can't get this window open. I know. I'll smash it with this chair over here. But as Slocum turns to pick up the chair, a huge burning beam falls across his path, blocking his only hope for escape. Is this the end of Slocum? Does anybody care? I care! Big time! Big deal. Big deal? I'll get you for this Texas big spender! I'll fix you good! I ain't gonna forget this! In that case, suddenly the roof collapsed. What? No! I take it back! I take it back! Well, there you have it. Or do you? There's only one way to find out. Glue your ears to your radio and tune in same time, same station next week when you'll hear High Sheriff Drywall say... I believe Mr. Slocum is dead meat. And side meat, say? Dead meat? That snake's no kin to me, Mom. Oh, it's blood-boiling, plot-blistering melodrama you won't want to miss. It's episode seven of Curse of the Lost Gold Scrub, entitled Blazing Slocum. Next week only at this Theater of the Mind. And now, here again are America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, with Joey the Cowboy the King. Well, it's time for our classic of the West, and I'd like to dedicate this classic to, uh, well, a couple of little doodads that we put this song together for, Annie and Jamie Green, who listen to Riders Radio Theater over WPLN right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Ranger Doug wrote that. Lay your sleepy head on my shoulder. Close those tired eyes Take off that hat And those little brown boots It's time for the cowboys To say goodnight With an old rocking chair For our saddle I'll whisper an old fairy tale and sing Betsy from Pike Her sweet Clementine As we ride down the lullaby train 
you've been riding and roping and rounding up doggies all day, it's time for a rest. We'll rock by the fire, it's the time the cowboys love best. With the old prairie schooner into dreamland we'll sail as we ride down the lullaby trail. all day it's time for a rest we'll rock by the fire it's the time the cowboys love best with the old prairie schooner into dreamland we'll sail as we ride down the lullaby train as together we ride down the lullaby train. Tune in next week, Saddle Pal, same time, yeah. same station, for another thrilling episode of Writer's Radio Theater. Until we meet again, so long, Saddle Pal. On Riders in the Sky, the fabulous Two Slims Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club. Ride to Riders Radio Theater, Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee 37189. Please don't forget to mention the station you're listening to. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, produced, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Additional material by Hogleg Hank Fennel. Our flight commander is David Skepner. The production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects Wrangler is Big Zeno Flinker. For WPLM Productions, the executive producer is Blazing Brenda Loftus. The producer is Jalapeno Judy Lift. Recorded engineers are Cactus Carl Peterson, along with Hank Fennell, and the station manager is Alkali Alvin Bolt. Tombstone Tom Knox Hank helps out with the sound. This is Texas Big Spender saying, so long, Saddle Pal. See you next week on Riders Radio Theater. <laughs>